This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. Welcome back, Mark Aflalo and Mitchell Whitfield with you. This is Your Tech Report. Follow along on all the social media. It is at Your Tech Report or contact at yourtechreport.com. Mitchell, you've gone. I can see your face again. The yeah, towel is amazing, over your right? head. We found the sweet spot in the room, apparently. <laughs> this is what happens, guys, uh, over time. You find the sweet spot in those rooms. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, then clearly you have not listened to our last segment where Mitchell had a towel over his head for no reason other than to make himself sound much better than he did. But he sounds... But isn't, it, isn't that the best reason of all, really, when you think about it? To have a towel over your head to make yourself sound better? And whatever whatever it takes, man. Either I'm all about making this show the best it can be. People. Well, I, I don't think there are enough towels in the world to, <laughs> at, at my age right now to make that work. But yeah, thank you. Uh, you know what I wanted to spend some time doing on this show? I wanted to talk about some cool products that have been sent our okay. way because... Uh, we have been um, we have been inundated with some really cool stuff that we have yet to have yes. a chance to talk about in the radio show, and, yes. and one of which is is kind of near and dear to our hearts, and that is Wi-Fi. And you and I have toyed with many different Wi-Fi solutions over the years, whether it be for this radio show or our own personal kind of uh, I need to get better, faster Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. So so let's lay some groundwork here. You and I are actually on a very level playing field right now. Yes. We have, um, I mean, what's the square footage of your home? 3,000-ish kind yeah, of? Yeah, little, a little under 3,000 square feet, and it's on the newer side of construction. And the reason I mention that uh, is because when your house was built will also make a big difference in terms of Wi-Fi transmission. Materials. For example, older yeah, older homes, you know, like my, my last home was built in the 60s, and God bless that house, it was built like a Sherman tank. Yeah. So, which, which was great in terms of, you know, construction, but in terms of Wi-Fi signal coverage, the walls were so thick and so, you know, it wasn't a lot of, you know, what do you call it, jip board? What do you call the... Jip rock, jip rock. Jip, jip rock. You know, it wasn't uh, that sort of plasterboard that a lot of people use now. It was actual plaster. So it's it was very hard to get through. Signals did not travel through there well. And Wi-Fi coverage was not great. So I thought it would be better at this house. And lo and behold, it is. But still, it's hard to get that amazing coverage in every nook and cranny of your house, no matter what the construction is like, right? Let's talk a little technical here for a second. So right sure. now we are dealing with Wi-Fi 5. Okay, yes. so if you were to dig down deep and find out, okay, we're, we're using Wi-Fi, that's great. What version mm-hmm. of Wi-Fi are we? We're on Wi-Fi 5. So the next generation of Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi 6. So mm-hmm. if you look at letters, you'd see like Wi-Fi, you know, 802.11ax. Okay, so mm-hmm. AX is speeds of up to 4,804 megabytes per second. Um, and on the uh, that's on the five gigahertz, and on the two point four gigahertz, you're going to get one thousand one hundred and forty eight. Getting real technical here for you, okay? TP Link, okay, and they've mm-hmm. been on this show before. We've had them on yes. many times. Have sent us really cool company. Yeah, yeah, they sent us a very cool next generation Wi-Fi six router. <laughs> it is called the AX six thousand, and it is a Wi-Fi six, so the next standard in terms of. Wireless performance. So now, now, now you've got your baseline. Let's talk about what we have at home in, our, in terms of connections, right? 
Well, I just I also want to let people know that, of course, you can imagine with every new generation, because Mark is talking about Wi-Fi 5 versus Wi-Fi 6, much like cellular signals, much like any wireless signal, Bluetooth even, as the general, what are we up to, like Bluetooth 4.2 or something? So as each generation of wireless signal gets better, you get better coverage, stronger signal. Uh, it, it obviously covers a wider range and speeds go up. Coverage and speed both go up. So, sorry, just wanted to jump in there. Go ahead. Yeah, so, so you and I are dealing uh, <laughs> with our service provider. We both have cable. Right internet connections correct uh, download speeds are one gigabyte okay so a thousand megabytes yeah and our upload speed is 50 megabytes okay so yeah. we've been using some stuff from another company and we've been having some challenging results in terms of you know our, our wi-fi speed so i said you know what let's plug in this new tp link which is wi-fi 6 and let's see what kind of results we get so i now in, in, in terms of physical form this looks like one of those monster routers, like those big black routers with like six antennae on it, or six antennae. And you know what? You know what I'm talking about? Antenna, um, yeah, yes. It's got eight gigabit Ethernet ports built in, so there's a Wi-Fi switch built in, an actual hardline switch built in, which is really cool. So, so you're not going to need to get an external switch for most people, well, unless your plenty. home is a little yeah. bit stupidly wired, like mine is. Yeah. Uh, you've yeah. got two USB ports. You've got a Type C and a Type A, both USB 3.0, which is really cool because you can plug, for example, a printer into it or external storage and access that storage throughout your network, which is great, especially for media files and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Built-in Wi-Fi, uh, VPN access. It's got um, MU MIMO, which allows you to kind of follow your device, and it kind of sends a signal directly to your device. But the best way to test these things is to use a device that is capable of the same things the router's capable of, right? So Wi-Fi Correct. 6. Yeah. What do we have? It's Wi-Fi 6, the latest generation iPhones. iPhone 11 Pro. There we go. So l let's give you a speed comparison of what I was dealing with. Okay. So my current connection, which is, you know, pretty good hardware, I would um, upload of about 50 meg when I do a traditional speed test with the speedtest.net app. And when I download, I was limited to about, and it really depends on the day, it depends on the time of day. But let's say in the best case scenario, I was hitting about 250 to 280 download, megabits for download. Okay, now I need to clarify this because we're talking like we're talking to ourselves here. Just people know when we're talking about wireless right now, we're not talking about wired. Correct. We're sorry. talking about a wireless. No, that's okay. No, I want to let, we're so used to talking about this with each other. I wanted to make sure our listeners knew we're talking about wireless, number one. Number two, you have to understand if you're getting a one gigabit signal into your home for internet, most likely it's somewhere between nine and 950 in terms of real, real speed. Mark and I fluctuate hardwired to our modem or to our router. We're talking about nine, nine fifty download speeds, right? Right? When we're hardwired, yeah. When we're hardwired. Now, when you go wireless, it's typical that you'll get a little more than half the speed that you get with a wired connection if you're in the proximity of your wireless access point. So if you have a gigabit connection, you know, a thousand megabit connection, right? And let's say you're near your router wirelessly, maybe you're getting... I don't know, four or 500, maybe a little over five. And with, with our devices, Mark and I, we're not getting more than, like you said, what, 250, maybe 300 if we were lucky. So even though we know you get less when it's wireless, we were still getting much less than we should have been getting, right? Yeah, no, I mean... I feel like we should be getting a lot more than we've been getting. So, yes, you know, that, me too. That, so I, I was very quick to say, okay, let me, let me plug this router in. So I plugged the router in, and um, it, number one setup was actually quite genius. It used Bluetooth on my smartphone. So on yeah. my phone, I downloaded the app. It gave you a QR code. 
you log the connected Bluetooth, so I didn't have to worry about opening a web browser and typing in weird numbers. No, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was just there. Um, I did have to restart my modem because my modem tends to your modem tends to bind itself with the router that you're using, so that wasn't a big deal. Um, I went through the Wi-Fi setup and let you set up your 2.4 gigahertz network, gigabit network, um, your your five gigahertz network. It let you set up a guest network if you wanted to VPN access. Really, really, it was really quick. It was about five right. minutes, and I was up and running. When I did my first speed test and I hit 800 megabits of download speed and I was right on top of it, of course, I was right next to the router. I'm like, "Uh, okay, there's something there's something going on here that's good. Um, uh, it's powerful. Yeah, it's yeah. powerful. It's um, quite I, powerful. You know, I walked through my home, and my home was built in the '70s, so you know, a bit you know, stronger materials, I guess. Absolutely, than, than yeah. your stuff. And uh, I had no issues in my home, Mitchell. I, I literally, I went to my son's room, which is the top corner of the house, uh, and uh, no issues. Obviously, speed degradation when I got to that point, but even the degradation at that point was not at the fastest speeds of my other connections in my yeah. house. It would degrade to a faster speed yeah, than you were than getting was, yeah, right so under I would your to like access 400 point. megabytes, which was really cool. <laughs> which is insane. Um, so performance was was way better than I honestly ever expected. The challenge that I have and I continually have is that, you know, my iPhone is the only device in my house that uses Wi-Fi 6. So when I tested other devices, I got similar results to what I had before on my other Correct. devices. Correct. It's maybe a bit on the higher end in terms of speed. Yeah, I think it was faster than still my other solution. But this is, don't forget, with one router in the kind of like the center end of my home, whereas before I was using two access points that were spread out between different floors of my house. So, you know, to give you an example, this is one access point that was really doing its job getting that signal to that one device that was up in the corner. Now, I was only testing it with that one device, so I haven't yet really exposed it to the rest of my network and let all my smart home devices and everything connect to it. But I was quite blown away with the performance. Let, let me tell you why this is such a win for TP-Link and why this is such a special device. And it all comes down to what you talked about, the, first and foremost, the setup. And we've talked about this when we've had, uh, we've done interviews with TP-Link before. We've talked to other companies in the wireless router space. Um, and the, the challenge has always been how easy, you know, ease of connectivity, ease of use for the end user, right? How simple is this to set up for a lot of people? Setting up a high-end router is really a complicated issue. And we've seen this, you know, complicated setup sort of become very simplified when you're talking about a mesh system. You know, TP-Link has their own mesh system. We know Linksys does. Other companies, Google Wi-Fi. We know other companies have a simplified solution when you're talking about making something easy for the consumer. Just set up a mesh system in your home. Use your, you know, use your mobile device to do it. But we have seen that sort of ease of use when it comes to a sophisticated router like this. So when you're combining high-end hardware that provides, you know, the top speeds, the top power of anything we've ever tried mixed in with an app-based connection system, I mean, it is kind of the best of both worlds and something we really haven't seen before, right? Yeah, and, and you know what? There's there's some other features that are built into this thing that I wanted to bring up because um, obviously there are great technology at work here to make sure that we get the, the maximum speeds here. And there's something called a range boost, which helps helps create that, I guess they call it, a, they call it beam forming, but really what it is, it's targeting that Wi-Fi towards those devices. Devices. Right. Um, I actually used the VPN access to use some of the, you know, third-party US VPN accesses. So I'm able to set up a network and have automatically connect to the VPN, which was really cool. Um, 
the, the MU MIMO is one of these things that I still have struggled to fully understand how it works. <laughs> but the fact that it Don't keeps consistent me. speed on my devices as I roam throughout my network was really cool. Right. Um, I used the USB 3.0 port to actually plug in an external hard drive because I've got a lot of I've got a lot of pictures and stuff going on and a lot of stuff going on through different devices and I wanted to test the speed on the network the, because it's you're connecting at gigabit speed so in your internal network forget about the internet access to all that information and copying stuff back and forth it's almost like accessing a hard drive that's built into the devices which is pretty cool i actually forgot that i was even accessing stuff and i left my house i'm like oh yeah i forgot that was on my network at home so it disconnected me which was which is kind of funny yeah but the, the fact is that when you're when you're connecting like that and you feel like you're hardwired and you're talking about wireless access that's incredible also did you mention this thing has like a 1.6 i believe 1.6 gigahertz processor built in i mean this thing has a processor that puts some laptops to shit was it 1.8 yeah, it's a 1.8 gigahertz 64 bit <laughs> quad core cpu built into the router a quad core CPU, 1.8 quad core CPU built into a router that, you know what, though? That's kind of genius. And it is kind of genius because it has it owns, is its own brain, obviously. But that, that gives it more ability, number one, to update itself, to learn your environment, to process things on board, on device. Uh, and not have to worry about because some of these systems are cloud-based, right? Yeah. Where it communicates to a cloud-based system and reports back and forth. This has the onboard power to do everything it needs and also provide excellent coverage for your house. So whatever power the router has isn't being you know separated and sort of spread among different systems trying to operate together. It has its own. I can't get over 1.8 quad-core processor. Yeah, and believe nice. me, none of these none of these numbers, by the way, none of these bullet points would make any difference if it didn't work as well. Well as it did now, you know none, none of these terms would matter but the fact is it works so well maybe the best router we've tested so far so there's some other other routers in that same kind of class uh, they call this the archer class that's what the ax kind of stands for their archer uh so let's see pricing starts at uh, 199 for the archer ax50 you've got 399 for the ax6000 and 549 for the archer ax11000 i'm asking for the 11000 i need to test this thing out because if it does even a quarter of what this does. Oh, it's if gonna, the numbers are any indication, it should do almost double. But uh, we're, we're testing the 6,000, yeah, right? Testing, yeah, 6,000. I think I found it in U.S. dollars. I think it was about $263 on Amazon. So, of course, we like to give you MSRP, but those you know prices are always in flux. So you're always, it always behooves you to you know do a search wherever you are to find the cheapest. But if you're based in the U.S., we know we have a lot of Canadian listeners as well. But if you're in the U.S., definitely check out Amazon. And you'll see it about around 263, something like that. Pretty good. Uh, it is your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marcus Flala. We take a quick break and we come right back. Your tech report will be right back. Kids, I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we, we the perfect, perfect podcast for you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you seek. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous. Or sexy. Catch us on, on the, the Dean Blundell, Blundell Network. Network. Or on our YouTube channel. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Because democracy, democracy is something, something you do. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. 
This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.